I would rather be in pain than take any kind of opioid. Rivals has arrived. All right, welcome to a special edition of Rivals. Scott Mitchell here, and my cohort, Jason Buck, is on assignment. We don't know where, we don't know when he'll come back, and hopefully, well, maybe, I, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say hopefully he'll never come back, but we want to have him back because I, I have a good time with Jason. Oh. However, we do have with us today, we have Craig Povey, correct? Yep. Uh, with Use Only As Directed. So you're, you are the, the program di- administrator for the Utah Division of Substance Abuse and Mental Health. Is That's that correct? Cr- That's correct. Okay, so tell me about Use Only As Directed. What what is what, what is this all about? Well, it's probably no news to people that uh, overdose on uh, opioids and people becoming addicted to opioids is is epidemic. It's a major crisis. Uh, we learned about this in Utah back in like 2004, where we started seeing upticks in some of these problems. But what the Use Only As Directed um, campaign is all about is getting people really motivated to do something different. You know, cutting the amount of opioids that are, are laying around our communities and, and talking with their doctors about what they could do for uh, alternatives as opposed to using opioids. Okay, so this is really scary to me. So I was a professional athlete yeah. for 12 years, and we were given pain medication before the game, after the game. I, I, had, a, I had a time where I went to the hospital and had a shot that took 12 minutes just so I could go to practice. Pain medication. So it was it was a very common thing that we were around, and it scared me to death. I hated it. I, did, I never wanted to uh, try it, so I suffered. I, re, I, I, suff, I did. I'm just because I, 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 I was so afraid that if I took one like one pill, one, if I took one dose or one day, that I would become addicted. So am I like way off base on this or, or no. is, how addictive is it? Well, you're, you're not way off base, first of all. In okay. fact, we got, we got to have more people talking about that, especially athletes, I would say. Um, the reason being is that back in the day, you know, right. um, and in fact, Jason, um, I'll just say this. Jason was at Rick's. I was at Dixie at the same time. Oh, okay. So we we're kind of in that same so Greg, culture. Greg Co- Croshaw. That's right. Yeah. That's know right. him well. <laughs> well. What position did you play? I played tight end. Really? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. And, wh- and what, years, what years were you there? 83, 84. Okay. Graduated 85. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So Very a little cool. younger than you, I believe. <laughs> no, you're older than I am. Yeah. Well, yes. What did I say? Younger? He said younger. Uh, oh, you look uh, younger. How about that? Uh, well, you know, but that was the thing. You know, <laughs> right, it, was it, it, it was like, hey, get back on the field. You know, take these pills. And 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 I was just thinking recently about how we've grown so much. You know, TBIs, by the way, is, is, is the same kind of a deal. Is that it's a whole different message and so much science that we just didn't understand back then, and now we do. You know, it, um, people that get on these opioids can develop a dependency within seven days. And so if you want to get back on the field and you want to be healthy, you got to use the alternatives, you know. So um, there are alternatives then? or yeah, there- Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, thinking back through all the injuries and surgeries I had, I, you know, as an athlete um, and, and 
thankfully, my mom was the one, by the way. You know, she monitored those pain pills more than I thought she should have. Did, did she when you but were at college? When though? I was in college. Well, she did? Well, well, you know. Did your mom go to college with no, you? No, she didn't go to college with me, but she instilled in me very strongly. Oh, you could you hear know? her voice. Yeah, I could hear her voice every time my buddies uh, would Craig. be like, hey, just take this, yeah. you know. Um, but, you know, it wasn't a layer. I got in a did, bike did you, accident. Did you was, have uh, a lot of exposure to it when you were playing yeah, at, at Dixie yeah, even? It was, yeah, just, it was I mean, just kind of a very You know, I, after an a injury, um, actually going to a team physician with a major university here in Utah, that's where I was first exposed to, hey, you, don't, you shouldn't be in any pain. You should take these and take them, you know, as much as you need to make sure you're not in pain. That was the first time I really got that message from a, a physician, um, which we know now is absolutely wrong. Right. Yeah. But, well, I want to get into that in a little bit about physicians, but I, I want to talk more about what are am I, what are the, the alternatives. And here here's another thing that I just had happen. So I had a tooth that kind of dis, it fell out, right? And I had to have one reconstructed, uh, kind of painful. And they go, what do you want? Like, what what kind of pain medicine? What yeah. what do you want? What you know? We'll subs- we'll, we'll su- subscribe anything for you. And I was like, uh, uh, I don't want any of it. And he yeah. goes, well, I'll just hold it for you. But, but so what he said was, they they found a new way to to prescribe Tylenol and ibuprofen. Yeah. And so they actually combined the two together. Yep. So it's like two Tylenol. I don't know the exact. That's dosage. it's two and two, and then yeah. well, and then and then they said four ibuprofen. Oh. That, so, and, yeah. and you know, I felt great, and I didn't feel guilty, and I didn't feel like I was going to get addicted. Yeah, is that the best alternative? Is that the only alternative? That's not what? the. That's not the only but alternative. Is, but is, but it, is man, it a good it, alternative? It is a very good alternative. Some studies show that you actually get better pain relief from doing the the ibuprofen acetaminophen, you know, kind yeah. of a combination. Um, sometimes uh, people find relief with. Uh, the non-steroidal, so, you know, you start getting into Advil and, and um, those kinds of meds as well, uh, Naproxen. Because I, I, um, I think I had Advil. I guess the... Yeah, ibuprofen. The, the yeah. over-the-counter name is Tylenol and, and Advil. Yeah. Well, I can. here's what I can so tell you about that. So is that the only that. one? Or what, no, that's not the only ones? one. You know, if you go back, and probably you remember the old rice thing, you know, um, rest and ice and compression right. and elevation and... The, the problem that we used to have back in the day was that we would only usually use one of them, you know, put ice on it, stick your foot in this ice bag or this can of ice, you know. And, and But all the other ones were kind of left off the table, and then we would turn to the opioids for the pain relief. But if you attack this thing, you get a good doctor, find out, you know, ask them first, hey, is this, is this medication could cause an addiction? That's the first question that should be asked. And then what are the, my alternatives? And a good doctor is going to be able to lay out a regimen for somebody, including the two and two or whatever is going to be most appropriate. And they will find as, as good, if not better, relief from these opioids that have devastating effects on the body. Okay, so use only as directed is, is a campaign to help people in an awareness of this addiction. Yeah. And, and, and part of, part of the, the whole um, awareness is... There are there are alternatives. Yep. How that, to talk to your doctor and how to get those alternatives. So how to talk to your doctor and how to get to get to those alternatives. That's right. Okay. So um, I want to talk about doctors, and and here here's the thing that um, always crosses my mind. So I had a dentist who's a doctor, 
and he talked about what what do you want right what yeah. I'll, I'll i'll give you I'll, I'll i'll have a prescription for whatever then i had both of my knees i had meniscus tears i had surgery on both of my knees and this is post playing we're not even talking about when mm. i was when i was playing so this is this has been in the last few years and he said to me what do you want and and in my mind i'm like don't you know? I mean, it, it no. felt to me like they were so happy to give me anything for pain management. It's it, it wasn't like, and it was it was it was a prescription is the easy solution for pain management, and there was no discussion about anything else. And so for me, I'm like, I don't want anything, right? So I, I, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, I want to talk. I want to hear your answer about what responsibility. Or are doctors motivated by other things like they have uh, prescription or they have drug reps that come in, sell them certain, you know, is there is their um, allegiance kind of tainted because they may have some kind of relationship with it with a pharmaceutical company? All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Rival Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck on assignment. Uh, I'm here with Craig Povey, who is the uh, program administrator for the Utah Division of Substance Abuse and Mental Health, and we're talking about use only as directed. Seven thousand prescriptions are filled a day, a day, just in the state of Utah. Yeah, and this is the leading cause of death in adults. Uh, from an accident, is yeah. that the correct? That's yeah. the way to frame that. Yeah. yeah, and that's in the country, right, or in Utah? Or... I'm, I'm, yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's country, country, because yeah. Utah kind of ranks in about the top ten of, of some of these statistics. It's a real problem here. It is. It's, it's a look. It's a super problem, and we've talked about it from an athlete perspective, and and it, it's just so easily readily available. And there's this perception of I got to get on the field. I was of the opposite mindset, but I, I get it because most people are the pressure to play is so, so massive, uh, and so it, it, you know, it's like if I don't play, I I lose my spot, and and so you do whatever you have to do to get on the field. I get that, but I think there's also this other, uh, so there there's this whole athlete issue, but but in our society in general, because I'm just a normal citizen today, right? Uh, and so I have issues. I have I have you know um, tooth problems, knee problems, just like anyone else. And and I've gone to the doctor, and the doctor's like, he's just like, we want to make you comfortable. And, and it almost felt like it, it was at all costs. So I know these doctors have a responsibility. They're Hippocratic oath, and and they they they're you know it's about helping people. So don't they realize? This this is so bad, and why do they continue to have this mindset of whatever you need? You know, I I think that the, their culture is changing as well. Is it? I, and I've I've seen some things, and personally, have experienced where, you know, going to the emergency room on a Saturday, um, you know, waiting to get into the surgeon, and they give me the prescription, and all of a sudden I realize the prescription is only for two days. You know that's different. That is majorly right. different than it's not, even ten years ago. Right. 
You know, so we are seeing some of these doctors and some of these major organizations in our state that are saying, hey, no more. We're causing more harm than good by getting these people um, a medication that um, even used as prescribed, by the way, that can lead to an addiction. So that, that's what I was going to ask. It's like it, it just seems like you're kind of in this catch-22, you know. I, I'm supposed to follow my doctor's advice. I trust, I believe, they're, but if I actually follow them, there the, there becomes an issue. So what do you do? I mean, what do you do? I mean, I, I know what I do, but I, I, I think yeah. I'm not normal. Well, well, I think doctor... most people just go, yeah, just take the medication. I will tell you, I tried, was it oxycodone? And I will tell you, I had one, and I'm like, I do not want to feel like that made me feel. I was like, woo! I was yeah. out there, and it was it was not a comfortable feeling. So, what do you do? Well, if you if you're lucky enough to have a doctor that asks like they asked you, what do you want? Right. Well, I, I want to heal up. I want to get strong again, and I don't want an addiction. You know, I think that that ought to be the response to a doctor that asks that. Shouldn't um, it be the response from everyone though? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Shouldn't, but shouldn't the doctor yeah. go, look, I don't want you to be addicted. Let's let's have a let's. T- I because you 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 brought the que- or you brought the question of being responsible for your health care. So, do you just say to the doctor, "This is how it's going to be," or or can you rely on the doctor? Or I don't know. Maybe I'm asking something that's not real here. No, I think that there's. And, but shouldn't and, that be the question that they all have and say, you know, this is highly addictive. Let's be really really careful about how we use this. And I'm not like I'm only going to give you two days. I'm only going to. Yeah, there's. I've seen very little, and, and I have seen some reports that there's just no need for more than two days of opiates for most people to get them through to wherever they need to go to get that long-term care and the rehab that needs to take place. But we got to get people. And by the way, women are much better than this than men. We found that out better that they as in they're how better they at handle, going in and oh, asking the doctor specific well, of course, questions. Men don't ask anything. Right. Are you kidding me? It's like, <laughs> yeah. So that I know we, where I'm going. I don't need directions. We need more Come people on. to step up and and just very specifically ask them. So is this addiction? What are the alternatives? You know, give me something else to do. So what are you doing with use as you uh, use only as directed? I mean, what what's the campaign? How are you getting this message out? Is it through things like this? What what are you guys doing to educate people or, or to get men to speak up or to have the conversation with their doctor? What's what what is your strategy? Well, one of them is get people like you, Scott, to help people understand that they don't have to take those medications. Um, someone that's played as much as you and to the extent that you did, and you made a firm line in there. We need more people to hear that, that you actually can succeed without taking these pain pills when you're hurt. And there's much better alternatives. Um, you'll see things on TV. You'll hear things on the radio. Um, I know there's a community up in um, South Ogden area that's having a, a half marathon with messaging all over their path, you know, to prevent opioid uh, addictions. And so there's all these local community things that are going on across the state as well as the things that you'll see on TV. All right. So we've talked about the so what this whole idea of a conversation with your doctor, It what is I know we've kind of talked around it here, but what is the actual conversation? What things need to happen with, I, and, and I guess it's just a conversation in general. It's not necessarily your doctor, right? Or, or is it? Well, what, I think, what conversation do we need to have? I think, um, again, as the first of all, is that, uh, I'm, I want to heal up, you know, make that very clear, and I don't want to be addicted. Are these, are, are what you're suggesting, is there any potential to have an addiction to these medications? 
Um, if there are, what are my alternatives? Um, what other things can I be doing? Can I be doing physical therapy? Um, what do I need to do to keep my home safe, to keep these safe? What do I do with the unused? I mean, there's, we've got to treat these as dangerous as they are right? and, that, and that, respect that. And that was my, my next question is, okay, so you have I – have, I actually have prescriptions. I've never even used them. They just sent me home with this stuff. How, what is the best way, the safest way to dispose of these? Uh, there's uh, pharmacies throughout the state that have take-back bins that you can take them and just dump them in there. So you just take it right back to the pharmacy? Take it right back to the pharmacy. There's some law enforcement that have it. A couple times a year, these uh, um, coalitions across the state will have take-back events. They're getting literally hundreds and hundreds of pounds of these things returned during these take-back events. Um, and there's actually some products that you can get from your pharmacist um, most of them are delivering these for free that uh, neutralize the, the pills and, and make them so that nobody will ever abuse them. All right. So where, where can we find more information about uh, Use Only As Directed? Use Only As Directed.org. Use Only As Directed.org. And it'll take you to a website. Yeah, that's right. And it'll give you all the information. If you have questions, you need can you can you talk to people on the website or I mean, if you have challenges, if, if like, they, are you guys looking to help people who are already addicted, or are you trying to educate people not? What are, there's a whole other effort for the those with addiction and helping them understand there's hope in treatment and how to get that treatment. But we're all about reducing pe- the problem from even happening in the first place. We want to prevent the mis- misuse, so there's no addiction to even talk about. Yeah, I love that. I love that strategy. It's kind of like. Not waiting at the end of the ravine to pick up all the people who go off the yeah, cliff. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. love it. Okay, um, thank you so much for being yeah. with me today. Uh, it's Craig Povey with the, the uh, Utah Division of Substance and Abuse and Mental Health, and we're talking about Use Only As Directed. Great program. You uh, need to get involved. This is a very serious problem in our society that touches all of us in so many, so many ways. Okay, uh, Helmets Off is not the program we're doing now, but Rivals has arrived, and now it's time to go. We are powered by KSL Sports. You can find us on Facebook at The Rivals Podcast and on Twitter at The Rivals Show. And until then, we'll catch you soon.